You know, difficult loss, bit of a tale of two halves, you know, dug ourselves a hole early. You know, we fought back in the second half, moved the ball well, but obviously it wasn't enough. Proud of uh, several guys stepping up, you know, the way KJ played in Adam's absence. KJ does a great job. I have a lot of confidence in him. No surprise that he played at a high level. You know, I thought our offensive line did a great job with what we asked of them, shuffling people around. And um, uh, obviously Justin, you know, stepped up for us. Uh, Alex Madison did a great job uh, in Dalvin's absence. And again, no surprise. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. Welcome back. Beck QL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday. We'll get to the Bills and Patriots Monday Night Football game later in the show. we got to put people in jail in about 20 minutes. But guys, let's dive into the NFC right now. How it looks, the future. Uh, the odds on the whole thing. So yesterday was a good day, I would say, for the top. This was a good week for the top of the NFC. The Cardinals. Uh, I mean, it's Paul called it all week. You said it was a free square. I mean, that was it was too easy for Kyler Murray and company. So the Cardinals win. They maintain their hold on the number one seed. Packers have a bye. B- uh, Bucks really have no trouble with a, a pretty hapless Falcons team. And then the Cowboys went on third. So the top does their thing. But then the bottom gets all jumbled again. Because San Francisco just had an, I mean, they laid an egg for big parts of that game. That was a wacky game to the Seahawks. And then the Vikings, we just heard from Kirk Cousins there, uh, they lose to the Lions. So that leaves, I think you said it a few minutes ago there. So you said at the top of the NFC is pulling away from the bottom. But it's almost created two separate races within one, right? The race for the top and then the race for six and seven. Two totally different uh, groups of teams, but they're all in the same conference. The race to lose to the two seed and the race to lose to the three seed in the yes. first weekend for us yes. to, to fade those hard. Uh, let's start with Arizona. And I, I noticed there were some people that pushed back on Kyler. Like, oh, Kyler wasn't all that great. Only 123 yards. There's context, people. I mean, first off, a lot of short fields with Andy Dalton's four interceptions on the game. And Kyler had four touchdowns, two passing, two rushing. It was terrific for his first time back. Hi, awesome. Brian. I, I thought <laughs> I hope that's not on there. <laughs> I I thought he was terrific. Uh, the weirdest the, thing uh, is happening, but I mean it's on now. Over his first game like, back. I have uh, using the last I have no did not clue see what what happened. Boy, wh- whoever's having this conversation, <laughs> you guys are going on the air, just so you know. I don't know if you hear us. I think we're good now. I think I think we're good. Okay. Joe, continue your point. I had to take the headphones out for a minute. Um, But Tom Brady, the favorite going in for the MVP. We'll probably spend more time on this tomorrow. Ho-hum, four touchdowns. Kyler had four touchdowns himself. And I know there's this rush to hand the Offensive Player of the Year award to Jonathan Taylor. I think Kyler's going to get one of the two awards. He had four more touchdowns yesterday. We'll see how he does in the final stretch. But it just might be too difficult to deny the Arizona Cardinals if they end up being the team with the best record in the NFL. I mean, the quarterback's going to get going to be awarded in some in some fashion. Yeah, and they're two to one right now to finish with the best record over at FanDuel Sports. But that was a big win for them yesterday. I still say they they've got some difficult games left on the schedule. They still have the Rams next Monday night. They still have a game against the Cowboys. They still have a game against the Colts. That I know you're high on Joe. So their path to the number one seed 
I, and the, and the best record. It's still they've got some potholes there. I mean, they got to jump mm-hmm. over those. The the Bears yesterday. I mean, that's not resistance. The Bears are awful. No. I can't believe Matt Nagy still has a job. I know you say it every week, but I was watching a lot of that game yesterday. I'm like, what am I watching? Sorry. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know why you would do that to yourself. I know. I, I and it was a bad. And it was in the, a bad weather game. And Kyler, yeah. he's gone for a month, and he puts up 33. Good on him. Good on him. All right, let and me... it, 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 the Bears did outgain them, believe I know. it or not. Isn't I that know. weird? It's strange. But it was, you said the game was weird. The turnovers, short fields. Yeah. It was, yeah, this, the yeah. script of the game was odd. All right, let me throw this to you guys. I'm, I'm curious to see where you would go on this. If you had to bet one of these two to make the playoffs, the value isn't that much different. So I think it's really just a matter of, of your preference. And they play each other twice, so we get to watch them duke it out. The Washington football team, after another win yesterday, a good win, a, a, a one that at the end, I mean, you might hear from this coming from me in, in, in jail in 20 minutes or so. I mean, that, that non-call at the end there on a clear pass interference by the Washington football team drove me crazy. But nonetheless... Washington plus 114 to make the playoffs, Aaron. The Eagles plus 146. They basically have the same odds. A little better, you know, a little bit better on, on the on the Eagles. You get more value there, but it's not it's not much different. They're both plus money. If one is going, and I think one is gonna go, who's gonna make the playoffs? Listen, this is just gross. I don't want to bet on either of these. <laughs> this feels like nickel or dime right now. I might just go so. I just think the quarterback situation in Philly is kind of interesting now because to me, Minshew looked really good yesterday. Um, I was impressed with what I saw. I, I mean, he's he's going to have a job somewhere. I mean, I, I don't. They should be rocking with him moving forward, don't you think? I know they've got Hurts there and they kind of committed to him, but Minshew, I, I think he could lead this Eagles team somewhere down the stretch. Well, it's not Philadelphia without a quarterback controversy. I think well, it's going to be Hurts. They already said it. Uh, I think it should be Hurts. I mean, I think what Minshew did was mostly because it's the Jets. I mean, that's that the Jets are terrible. Thank you. But, but, <laughs> no, I mean, here's what could happen. Like, if Hurts doesn't. But the Eagles well, usually are too. They're not yeah, but like if Hertz the best team in the NFC. No, but if Hurts doesn't play well off the bye, it'll become a thing. I, I think it's going to be Hurts. I think it's going to be Hurts. The coach said it yesterday and today. It's going to be Hurts coming out of the bye, assuming he's healthy. I would take the Eagles, uh, you know, at plus money over the Washington. And I know Washington's yeah. playing well, but I here's the advantage the Eagles have. They get a bye before they play Washington. Washington has Dallas in between. And the Gi- Eagles also have the Giants. I think the Eagles go uh, Washington, Giants, Washington the next three games. I mean, we're th- do you think Washington can win five in a row? Oh, God. I hurts I, me to I, even say those words. It's close to a coin flip, but I would yeah. go Philadelphia. I would go Philadelphia. I, they, they have a little bit of an easier schedule. And the Minshew stuff, I mean, the reaction was like the man threw for 442 yards and four touchdowns, not 242 and two touchdowns. The worst defense in the NFL, and it's not close. That's what the Jets have. We rip Zach Wilson every time, and we probably should. Surprisingly, man, three for three in the red zone to start the game for Zach Wilson against that Eagles defense. Uh, but then they did no- nothing after that um yeah i would i don't think anybody was really surprised by the Minshew performance given the matchup and this is what he does he comes off the bench okay if he if you're going to be the guy let, let's see what you can do in a couple of weeks and, and yeah he's like 
he's one of the best backups in the NFL. I, I think that's what he's viewed. And I don't think there was too much concern when word got out on Saturday. You tell me, Joe G, was there concern like, oh, my God, Hurts is going to be out. I mean, Min- Minshew just brings a different element uh, to the field. And let's not, also not forget, Hurts was just awesome for five games. He had that one terrible right. game last week, but he was awesome. There's no reason to go with Minshew. I mean, you don't get an answer about Hurts. Like, you want to see him succeed. Like, playing Minshew, what does that do for you, even if you do win the division? Okay, great. We, we're we going to say goodbye in, in the first playoff game. Yeah, what it would do is it would it would basically signal that the, the Hurts uh, project is over. They're out, yeah. We, yeah. yeah, we tell the rest of the league. There are some teams who need quarterbacks who probably should have taken Minshew over. Mm-hmm. You're right, Aaron. I can't Carolina, the maybe. The Eagles got him for a sixth-round pick in in August. Like, why? That's crazy. Um, yeah. You know who uh, Gardner Mitchell reminds me of? A young Ryan Fitzpatrick. I could see him having I that kind of career. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Bounce around. He'll, he'll start once in a while. He'll put up numbers when he plays sometimes. I could I could absolutely see that. I did, have, uh, I did have the Eagles locked in for my survivor play, and then last minute I switched to the Dolphins. I was right on both. I kind of wish I would have used the Eagles because the Dolphins get the Jets in a couple of weeks. But um, I – I was a little, a little concerned, but I, I, in the end, I felt both those teams are going to win. And Eagles on the road, five of their six wins have come on the road. It's strange. I know this one was matchup based, but just adds to it a little bit. So, are we worried about the Niners? Right? Are, are there two playoff spots up for grabs in the NFC, or are there one? Yesterday, the Vikings losing opened that door for the last one. Washington and the Eagles now are the two teams that likely could break through that. If it's not Minnesota, it's going to be one of them. Do you still look at the Niners as they're going to get one of those spots after losing that game yesterday? So if you look on the win totals right now, updated win totals on FanDuel, they have they still have the Niners at nine and a half, Eagles at eight and a half, Washington at seven and a half. So the FanDuel odds are telling us Niners, Eagles, Washington in that order. I kind of look at it like Baltimore Pittsburgh. It's supposed to be a close game. It was a close game. It closed right. three, and Seattle at home. We knew the good Russ game was going to happen. It wasn't vintage Russ, but it was good. <laughs> 30 for 37, uh, 231 yards. After scoring 26 points in the previous three games, they had the bust-out performance. They scored 30. But, you know, Seattle, what, what was remarkable was they outrushed San Francisco 146 to 71. That does not happen, especially with as bad as that Seahawks run game has been over the last month or so uh, compared to San Francisco. Seattle fumbled the ball four times. Four times they fumbled the ball. They were able to recover it a a couple there. But, you know, typically Seattle has their number in the Russell Wilson era. And we we knew the good performance was going to show up. And uh, Paul actually brought up to me, and it was a fair point, that after Detroit won that game, like, Whoa, wait, is Seattle worst record live when they and they only had three wins at the time? Uh, but but they finally uh, get their victory here. I don't want to go too far. Division game on the road, tough place to play. We knew the Seahawks were going to win one of these games and Russell's going to start to look like old Russ soon. And it happened to be yesterday. Kittle Kittle was phenomenal, by the way. It, it turned yeah. back the clock yesterday. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, it seemed like neither team really wanted to win this in the second half, though. I think the Seahawks had only nine points and Niners had zero points in the second half. 
Do we take anything from the Rams? Because I mentioned the top and the bottom, right? Then there's the Rams. The Rams are the middle team in the NFC. I have no doubt they're going to make the playoffs. They're better than the teams that are above, right? They're better than the Eagles. They're better than the Washington football team. That They're going to be there. They're better than the Vikings. They're not as good as the top. Though they do get their shot at Arizona next week. The division is – Arizona basically win the division next week. They'll be three up with four to play and have a, a, the, the head-to-head advantage of two games. Like, next week's the NFC West title game. Yeah. I got nothing. I mean, it, that was a Rams or nothing game. Uh, Jacksonville's a dumpster fire. They they couldn't get to the 200-yard mark. Uh, they've been outscored 88-31 to 31 over the last three weeks. Rams are sitting eight and four. Okay, congratulations. You end your three-game losing streak because right. you were lucky enough to have the Jaguars. This is what the Rams have been this season until proven otherwise. Um, they're bump slayers. And they crush the bad teams. Let's see what you can do against one of the good ones. And we get one next week in a premier matchup against the Cardinals. Yeah, I agree, with Aaron, with Joe. That the, the Rams yesterday, they did exactly what we thought they would. The game wasn't close. The game wasn't supposed to be close, but... I don't look I, I can't put them in that top tier. They were there. I, I looked at them at the top tier NFC team. There's it's mm-hmm. weird. I said there were two NFC groups. There's really three. There's the top, there's the Rams, and then there's the other teams fighting for a wild card spot. That that that's the way it goes right now. But to, just to circle back to the top with Arizona and their win, they're really good. I mean, like it, it took a while for this show, everyone on this show to recognize that. The Rams, they I said it a couple – maybe last week I said it, Joe. They remind me a little bit of the 2017 Eagles, where it's like they just keep winning. And they win by the, big margins. The Cardinals, you mean? Yeah. Like, out of nowhere, right? Like, they had, their win total was like seven or eight before the season. They just kept winning. Their quarterback's playing at an MVP kind of level. They went on the road. They went at home. They win by big margins. They cover spreads. It's like we keep looking they for – They win without their quarterback, too. I mean, they, That's a, it's, it is very right. impressive. on the road they've covered all seven and really not much of a sweat it's it almost it almost reminds me of the phoenix suns the cardinals it's like you know people are wondering oh is this cardinals team a fluke talking about cliff kingsbury should get fired before the season and then they just keep getting it done keep winning arizona arizona teams we don't uh don't pay too (laughs) much we don't give them a lot of respect probably and Joe G, there's the other team that, because of the matchup, I guess we didn't pay much attention to. I was leaning to the Falcons throughout the week. That there actually was an opportunity for a backdoor gauge drop the touchdown. Uh, could have happened there. Tampa didn't cover until the last two minutes of the game, but Gronk's the man again. What is happening? Two more touchdowns for Gronk. Brady has four through the air. 425 yards of offense for for the for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're above 500 finally on the road. It finally happened. I will say, though, Atlanta, Atlanta's looking better and better. Uh, yeah. Look, I, I thought when Atlanta returned, the interception returned for a touchdown or the fumble return. It got popped up oh. in the air. I thought the yeah. cover was a lot. I was like, oh, this is easy. When you get an interception yeah. return or a fumble return for a touchdown, you get a defensive touchdown, you should cover that game when it's 11. They couldn't do that. You're right. It, it did feel like that was um, possibly a back to recover. By the way, we might have some separation here, finally in the MVP race. We'll see what happens tonight with, with Josh Allen. But it's Tom Brady at plus 150. Allen is second at plus 600. It's six to one. Like, if Allen struggles tonight against the Patriots defense, we could see our biggest separation of the entire season with Tom Brady starting to pull away as maybe a favorite for the MVP. It, we'll hit more of that. Is it possible for him to have a good game in 40-mile-per-hour wins? 
Probably not. Especially <laughs> if they and if they lose, and we'll talk about the game. Forget it. it it's going to be a big gap. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. We're going to put people in jail next. But before that, though, a great moment between a quarterback and his dad yesterday. We'll hit on that on BetQL Daily.